on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Softball. Brought to you by the new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter, and Prime Auto Service, 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue. Now to the broadcast booth, here's your announcer, Darren Ziner. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Exeter Lady Eagles softball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network. Well, a pregame comments following these commercial messages, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. First and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We're coming to you live from the campus of Governor Mifflin Senior High School in Shillington, Pennsylvania for this afternoon's varsity softball game between your Exeter Eagles and the Governor Mifflin Mustangs. Welcome into the Exeter Sports Network booth. Alongside producer Jerry Gellif, I'm Darren Ziner. Jerry, today's going to be a good gauge as to where the Eagles stand in Burks 1. Coach Kasner leads them into today's game. A record of 4-1 in Burks league play, 6-1 overall. And as I go to my page turn, which is always the easy thing of the day, Exeter started out the season a perfect 4-0. They've split the last four games going Two and two. Of course, this past Tuesday against Daniel Boone, a 7 nothing win. Exeter got out of the gate early. They scored three runs in each of the first and second innings, tacked on another in the third. And, Jerry, as you know, you being the fan of Premier League soccer, putting the opponent in a big hole early not only does a lot for your confidence, but it could demoralize the opposing team. And that's what Exeter is going to look to do today. All those psychological effects are exactly correct, Darren. I think that uh, we are in for a game because this uh, Governor Mifflin team is nothing to sneeze at. You're exactly right. If we bump to, we talked about Exeter's record. Governor Mifflin comes into today's game 6-1 and one overall, 3-0 and oh in league play, and they are going to have a formidable force on the mound today in Carly Angstadt. Last Wednesday against Conrad Weiser, she threw a four-hitter, struck out 11, walking only two, and taking a look at some of her other performances, she even had an 18-strikeout game earlier in the year. So, Jerry, expect to see some power from her today. Did you say 18, Darren? I said 18. That is impressive. It absolutely is. We're looking at an overcast stadium here at Governor Mifflin. The Mustangs on the field warming up. Umpires cleaning off the bases. Darren, there is more to this Governor Mifflin team than a good pitching. They really put together an awful lot of high scores, scoring 15, 18, 11, 12, 14 uh, runs per game, uh, shutting out uh, two or three opponents, and it's, it's, I, I think we've got a great game ahead of us today. Yeah, we sure do, and as you mentioned, of course, they beat Redding 21 nothing. They were actually, it was a 6 nothing game at one point. And then Governor Mifflin blew that one open. An earlier game against Conrad Weiser, actually a tough one, but they 
came through for the win last Wednesday. They beat the Scouts 2-1. to one. So not only can they blow you out, but they can win the close ones as well. Well, that's a hallmark of a great team, right, Darren? I mean, you, you don't need to just put them up on the board, you know, uh, and, and overwhelm people. You beat them in the close ones, and uh, it shows a quality team. The Mustangs finishing up their warm-ups on the field. Haley Spiker will lead things off for Exeter. Haley has been the powerhouse for Exeter. Taking a look at some of her prior games against Central York, she went two for three, run scored against Wilson. She was two for five, scoring a run, three RBIs. She steps into the box. The umpire gives the okay, and we're playing ball here in Shillington. First pitch is in there for a called strike. Nothing in one to Haley Spiker. Here's the pitch. She tows the rubber, fires it. It's popped up. It's behind shortstop. Shortstop goes back into shallow left field, making the catch. Saw a snow cone there, Darren. I was, I was hopeful for a second that that one was going to get dropped. Kayla Williams making the play. So that's one down in the inning for Exeter. Got a great vantage point here, Darren, do we not? We absolutely do. Directly behind home plate up in the press box. Batting the center fielder, number 13, Taylor Menser. First pitch strike. Carly Angstad having control of her pitches early. Fires the second one in there, and it's fouled off to the right-hand side. It'll be nothing in two to the second baseman, Menser. One other thing we have going for us, perfect view of the scoreboard. That helps too. Not something I normally look at, but with the balls and strikes certainly makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Takes a little bit of brain work out of it, doesn't it? It certainly does. <laughs> Nothing in two to Menser. Here's the pitch. It's popped up. Carly squeezes it. Five steps in front of the mound, a little bit to the left. That's the second out of the inning for Exeter. That'll bring up the right fielder, Elena Zatorski. Two quick outs for Mifflin here in the top of the first. First pitch in there, called strike. It's all down the middle there, Darren. Jerry Carley doing a good job early, getting ahead in the count, which is exactly what you want. Indeed. Here's the pitch. Swing Oof. and a miss. Strike two, nothing in two to the batter, Zatorski. Zatorski has a nice, even swing, Darren. I've noticed this from the uh, games we've covered already. Anybody can hit it, she can. Here's the pitch. It's fouled off to the right-hand side. It'll stay nothing in two. Taking a look at pitch counts from Carly Angstad's prior games, one of the telling stats is her strike-to-ball ratio is high. So she is constantly around the plate. Here's the third go. pitch, swing and a miss, and strikeout for number three in the inning. We've played a half here in Shillington. No runs, no hits, none left on base. Governor Mifflin comes up. This is the Exeter Sports Network. 
the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shop get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Carly Angstad sets down the Eagles in the top of the first. Cheyenne Boyles will look to do the same for Exeter. As I mentioned, Cheyenne has good control of her pitches as well. She'll probably look to her defense to help her out a little more, not necessarily the power pitcher that Carly is, but she's got a solid defense behind her, and they'll need to come up big today. For Governor Mifflin, the shortstop leads off Kayla Williams. She takes first pitch strike. It was a very generous call by the umpire in my estimation. It looked well outside to me. Kayla Williams back in the box. Cheyenne toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. It's high. One and one. Slight rain trying to fall. Drips a little bit, then it stops. Here's the pitch. It's a line shot foul down the left field line. She was all over that one. A little off speed from Boyles. The count goes to one and two on the shortstop, Williams. Boyles has the ball. Spins it around in her hand a little bit. Toes the rubber, and here's the pitch. It's outside. Two and two. Catcher looking for the call. It was close. A little framing might have helped. Needless to say, it's outside, two and two. Here's the pitch. Here's another ground ball foul to the left-hand side. That'll keep the count at two and two. Darren Boyles appears to have some good control of her pitches so far. She does. She's keeping them right in where she wants them, I think. That's what she wants to do. She wants to keep these balls in play, let her defense help her. She's not necessarily going to overpower them, as I mentioned. Here's the pitch. Outside, but she chases it. It's strike three. Very nice pitch. One down here in the bottom of the first. So a swinging strikeout for Cheyenne Boyles, her first of the game. Up comes the right fielder, Serenity Snyder. Batting right. Here's the pitch from Boyles. Nice curveball in there for a strike. Nothing in one. 
to the right fielder, Snyder. Boyles does a nice job commanding her off-speed pitches. Here's the pitch, a little bit high and tight. It'll even the count at one. She's got the rubber. Here's the pitch. Hit right back up the middle, hits the bag. It'll go into center field for a single. So the Mustangs have their first base runner with a single to center. That'll bring up the pitcher, Carly Angstad. Angstad walking up to uh, Ozzy Osbourne's crazy train, Darren. Not a bad song to walk up to. It's a great song, Darren. The right-handed batting Angstad takes the first pitch. It's low, a ball. When I got here to set up, I spoke to uh, Andrea, who is our uh, PA announcer here here at Governor Mifflin, and she told me uh, that they're doing walk-up music, and I was so impressed. Here's the pitch. It's a ground ball, soft ground ball to the shortstop. She steps on the bag late to get the throw over to first base. But the force at second by Haley Spiker gets the second out of the inning. Because we have no such uh, operation in force at Exeter. I mean, I love that they're treating these girls with, with that respect and bringing that professionalism to the game for them. Absolutely. Two outs here in the inning. First pitch to Sophia Schmale is a ball. Boyles has the ball, toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. It's a shot right back to her. It's off her leg. Long throw to first. Not going to get her. Carly Angstad takes third on the throw. They're going to check out Cheyenne Boyles. She took a shot right back up the middle. Looked like off the shin. And they're going to make sure she's okay. The result of the play... Sophia Schmail beats it out to first. Carly Angstad taking third on the ultimate throw to first. Cheyenne letting everybody know she's just fine. So first and third, two outs here in the bottom of the first. The Mustangs threatening. Boyle's first pitch is a strike. Sophia Schmail takes second. So runners in scoring position at second and third now with two outs. And the count nothing and one on the batter, Michaela Eisenhower. Second pitch up high, evens the count at one and one. Schmail's took second uncontested because I think that uh, Exeter's a little worried about this runner at third. That's right. Typically in a first and third situation, you're going to let that runner go. Here's a pop-up right in front of the plate. Nice, nice grab. Nice. The catcher, Taylor Knob, gets out from her crouch, runs it down, makes the grab, and that does it for the Mustangs here in the bottom of the first. No runs, one hit, no errors, two left on base. After one full, it's scoreless. We'll be back. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, 
Come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the Old Inn. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And as often the case, Taylor Knob, who just made that great play on the pop-up in front of home plate, will now lead off the top of the second for Exeter. Taylor Knob. There you go. <laughs> Spirit of cooperation, correct, Aaron? Yeah, that's right. Taylor certainly has power. Hit a home run, if you recall, Jerry, against Redding. We watched it sail deep into the nighttime air. Indeed we did. Against Redding there. She fouls the first pitch off to the right. It'll go out of play. Nothing in one to the batter knob. And we covered the Central York game on Saturday. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. And they... They had it in the bag. They, they, they just—it was that one thing. It was that thing, that one mistake, that dooms you. As often is the case in softball. Here's the pitch. It's in there for a strike. Puts knob in the hole. Nothing in two. It was a crazy running error, and uh, Mike actually, Mike Boyer, our colleague, actually commented that he'd never seen a putout seven to eight in the infield. That is an interesting putout. Here's the pitch. Called strike three. Knob goes down looking. And that's the first out here in the top of the second. Now batting for Exeter, number 35, Cheyenne Boyle. Carly Angstad has control of her pitches early. Got a quick. Good quick release, and her ball sailed, Darren. Here's Cheyenne Boyles. First pitch up high, swings and misses. It's strike one. She's back in the box. Carly toes the rubber. Here's the windup and the pitch. Just off the outside corner, one and one to the pitcher, Boyles. She seems to have shaken off that shot, that line drive off her shin pretty well. She's young, Darren. Here's the pitch. It's fouled off to the left side. It'll go out of play. It's one and two. Both pitchers are handling things very well to this point in the game, Darren. Carly Angstadt toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. She fires. It's a wow. swing and a miss. Ball on the outside part of the plate. That'll be the second out here in the top of the second. Now batting for Exeter, number six, Carla Omedia. 
the second strikeout of the day. Angstadt's first pitch, high and outside, but it's fouled straight back by Almeida. Right-handed hitting Almeida, playing second base today. Wow. There's a swing and an outside offering. It's nothing in two. That one out of the strike zone by a considerable amount. Shutter completely fooled on that one, Darren. Back in the box, here's the pitch. It's up high, ball one. It appears to me that she has a rising pitch. <laughs> Not used to seeing a rising pitch, are we, Darren? When you have the speed that Carly Angstad has, she does have that ability to move that ball around. Here's the pitch, it's up high. Looked like tried to do a little off speed, held on to it a little too long. It went high. It evens the count at two and two. Two outs here in the top of the second. Nothing, nothing score. Here's Angstadt with the pitch, fires it right down the middle, a swing and a miss, and she struck her out. So Carly Angstadt strikes out the side here in the top of the second, and we go to the bottom of the second scoreless. Mustangs coming to bat. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shock get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Lily Campitelli in the box now for the Mustangs. First pitch, a ball. Here's the second pitch. It's a ground ball cut off by the third baseman. Fires over to first for the out. Nice play, Sasha Bolonski firing over to Mackenzie O'Brien for the out. Sasha made a really nice hard throw to first to get a pretty speedy runner. 5-3 on the put out. First out here in the bottom of the second. Here's the catcher, Emily Hammer, first pitch in for a strike. She toes the rubber, here's the pitch. Got the outside corner, nothing in two to the right-handed hitting Emily Hammer. Weather holding out so far, a heavy cloud cover, but the rain holding off, and here's a strike three call on the outside corner. Out number two in the inning for Exeter. Got her looking, Darren. What, what did our uh, old baseball coaches used to tell us? 
do not look at a third strike. That's the intent. That's right. Second strikeout on the day for Cheyenne Boyles. That'll bring up the second baseman, Taylor Brazenek. First pitch fouled off to the right side. It'll be nothing in one. Good movement on the corners by Exeter. Foul ball not too far off of home plate to the right side. Boyles has the rubber, and here's the pitch. It's in there called strike two. Boyles has her pitch working really well outside in, catching the outside corner, working the lower part of the plate. Nothing in two to the batter, Brezenek. Here's the pitch. Up high. One and two. Two outs here in the bottom of the second inning. Boyles with the pitch. Just a little up high. Evens the count out at two. Took a second look at that one. Wasn't sure if it was going to be a high strike or not. Here's the pitch. It's outside. Hammer looks at it. We've got a full count. Here's the payoff pitch. Inside, ball four, and Hammer has a walk. So two outs here in the bottom of the second. That was actually Taylor Brezenek looking at the wrong player on my score pad here. The left fielder, Rachel Lehman, at bat right now. First pitch low in the dirt. It's a ball. 1-0. 1-0. Two outs, you're not expecting the runner to go. Swinging strike makes it 1-1. One one. Boyles toes the rubber, takes a look. On deck, the leadoff hitter, Kayla Williams. There's a strike. 1-2. and two. On the batter, Lehman. Boyles looking to end the second inning. Here's the pitch. A little up high. Taken for ball two. It's all even at two. If I'm Governor Mifflin, I'm paying attention that the shortstop is going to cover second every pitch. Here's the pitch. Called strike three on the outside corner. Third strikeout for Boyles. On the afternoon, no runs, no hits. No errors, one left. We've played two full in Shillington. It's scoreless. We'll be back. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Just like we used to do. I'm always walking after midnight. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Burks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. 
There's always something new with the old inn. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. We move to the top of the third. A pitcher's duel thus far. The Mustangs leaving three on base through the first two innings, threatening with two outs in the first, runners on first and third. Exeter escaped without any harm. Here's the first pitch in the top of the third. Fouled off by Sasha Bolonsky. Nothing in one. Carly is all business. She gets on the mound, takes a look for her sign, and fires. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Nothing in two. To the third baseman, Bolonsky. Langstad has the mound. She fires. Fouled straight back. Count will stay at nothing in two. Bolonsky, one of three sophomores on the team. Here's the pitch. And it's a line drive over the third baseman's head into left field. She'll have a single. And Exeter has the leadoff hitter on here in the top of the third. Very nice hit, Darren. Solid follow through on the swing and uh, looped right over the third baseman's head. A little bit of a delay. What is this? A catcher uh, equipment problem, maybe? I heard the coach call time. There may be an equipment issue. So the infielders getting together, the batter talking to Coach Kasner down at third, waiting to get some kind of information. We've been told that the catcher for Governor Mifflin, Emily Hammer, is ill, and they will be replacing her. Do we keep it right here, Mr. What do you want to do? You know what? Let's keep it here. Let's Let's chat. Let's just chat. We don't get a chance to chat very often. No, we don't. Not anymore. We should chat a lot more, Darren. We did. That's right. (laughs) So have you ever... are you taking notice, rather, to to the nice view? I mean, yes, we got Lancaster Avenue out there. It's nice. This is all in, in a nice neighborhood. Well, I'll tell you what. I remember when I was coaching my daughter, I'll go back 15 years ago, fields weren't this nice. <laughs> I don't want to necessarily say that they may not have necessarily been taken care of places, but this is a very, very nice facility, and as are a number of facilities now in Berks County. But certainly good to see uh, that the girls have these magnificent facilities to play on. Yeah, here and in, in Exeter, the facilities are grade A. And as Mike Boyer says all the time, good. 
because the girls have gone long enough without having Primo's facilities. And you bring up a good point. That's a fantastic facility there as well. Should be for what was spent, Darren. (laughs) Interesting how that made its way in. However, so we've got Mackenzie O'Brien. She bunts. The sacrifice will be good. She's out at first. So that'll be the first out of the inning. Very nice bunt and scoot down the first base line. That was not an easy, uh, matter-of-fact play. It she was, made it a challenge. It was not, but that was well played as far as the first baseman charging, second baseman covering first. Indeed, the point I was making. So that is the first out of the inning. The left fielder, Taylor Hill, goes up to bunt. She misses. It's strike one. Who's our new catcher, Darren? You had to ask that, didn't you? I did. Number 19. What do we have? C.C. Diaz. Diaz. 39. Okay. Thank you very much. Kudos to our Governor Mifflin reps to our right, providing us vital info. Here's a bunt attempt pop, and just as we're talking about Diaz, she makes the catch. Popped up in the air, so the sacrifice doesn't take place. That is the second out of the inning. And Exeter now is at the top of the order with Haley Spiker. Nice play, Cece. Two outs here in the top of the third. Bolonski on second, hoping that Spiker can knock her home. Here's the first pitch from Angstad. It's in there for a strike. Spiker looking to slap in this situation. Even if she can get the runner two-third, it'll give her a couple extra steps as far as getting to first base. Haley Spiker can knock the ball. She absolutely can. Here's the pitch. It's a foul off to the left-hand side. She'll be in the hole, nothing in two. Trying to time Carly Angstad just a little off. There is some speed at second base, so if she gets a base hit to the outfield, we'll see if she can't score. Here's the pitch. Here's a base hit. It's going out to center field. It's not a base hit. It's a fly ball to the center fielder who squeezes it for the third out, and that'll do it for Exeter here in the top of the third. No runs. One hit, no air, none left. Excuse me, one left. We're going to go to the bottom of the third. We're scoreless. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. 
You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We begin the bottom of the third with the top of the lineup for the Mustangs, Kayla Williams, the shortstop. Cheyenne Boyles coming out coming out after a two-strikeout inning. Here's the first pitch. It's a line shot past the third baseman into left field, and Williams will be on with a leadoff single. Always good to get that leadoff batter on. You put the pressure on the defense. Now she's a threat to steal. Here's the pitch. First pitch swing and a miss. Williams doesn't go. But she's looking around as if she had the go-ahead to steal. She does look itchy. She, as if she may have missed a sign. But the first strike to Serenity Snyder is nothing in one. Here's the pitch. She squares the bunt. The ball's outside. That'll make the count one and one. Williams holds the bag intently at first. Here's the pitch. It's a sacrifice. The bunt goes to Boyle. She turns, throws the first for the out. So the sacrifice is good. Williams down to second. The put out. If I can take a look here. Go ahead. Fielded flawlessly by the, uh, the Exeter pitcher. That's right. It'll go one See which one I got. One four in the book for the putout. Here's Boyles with the pitch. It's in there for a strike. Darren, you got a great cheat sheet there. This one with the positions, names. It's almost like the, the Arlo White board that he takes. That's right. Here is a... Single to the right side. She beats it out to first. Williams takes third on the play. So Carly Angstad punches a single to right field. Runner is now first and third, one out in the inning. Smell the double play ball there. Well, they'll need it to get out of the inning tonight or this afternoon. Here's the first pitch. So Carly Angstad takes second. No throw from Exeter. So second and third, one out in the inning. Boils with the pitch. Here's a shot to the gap in right field. Gets to the fence. Rounding second, she holds. Two runs are across. So two RBIs for Sophia Schmail. And Governor Mifflin goes up 2-0 here in the bottom of the third. Very nice hit that eluded the center fielder. It looked like she had tracked it down, and it uh, got by her. Either skittered under her glove or around, which gave the extra base. So Sophia Schmail with the double. 
two RBIs. Still only one out in the inning. First pitch to Michaela Eisenhower is a ball. Still only have one up on the board. Here's the pitch. It's a ground ball to the third baseman. She takes a look. There's the out. Carly Angstad takes third on the throw. Sasha Bolonsky, the out will go 5-3. That's the second out of the inning. Carly Angstad takes third on the throw. Oops, Sophia Schmel, yes, on third. If I said Carly Angstad, she scored. Very alert throw from first over to third. When they saw... Uh... Schmale. Go ahead. Here's a pop-up from Lily Capitelli. It's squeezed by the shortstop spiker for the third out of the inning. For Governor Mifflin, two runs, three hits, no errors. They leave one. After three full, it's Governor Mifflin two, Exeter nothing. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Something wasn't Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shock get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. Up to U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Taylor Menser will lead it off for Exeter here in the top of the fourth. Carly Angstad, three scoreless innings thus far. Here's the first pitch. It's fouled straight back, nothing and one. Governor Mifflin did a nice job of piecing together some well-timed hits to come up with two runs there in the bottom of the third to stake Angstad to the 2-0 lead. Here's the pitch. Off speed, swing and a miss. And Menser will go in the hole, nothing in two. Angstad toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck her out. How many strikeouts are we looking at now? That's four right now. Mm. 
Next up, Elena Zatorski, the right fielder. Here's the first pitch. It's fouled off to the right side. It'll be out of play. Nothing and one to the batter. Zatorski was just behind on that one, Darren. Trying to time it, obviously, when you've got a pitcher with the speed that Angstad does. Sometimes you have to see it now. As we're going through the lineup the second time, that may pose helpful here. You've already seen her once. You know what she's going to do. And you try to approach it a little differently. Maybe move up in the box a little bit, cut down maybe some of that movement that would happen a little bit closer to the plate. So a foul makes it nothing in two. Balls in plentiful supply here today, Darren. They are. <laughs> Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. She struck her out. Second strikeout in the inning. Two down here in the top of the fourth. Five strikeouts on the day for Angstad. We're making fun of the other day Listen, uh, when you were listening, I'm sure. Central York game. They didn't seem to have enough balls. We had to keep waiting for a ball to be thrown in. I do recall that. A little amusing, no less. It was. Taylor Knob, clean up now in the box. First pitch is up high. Ball one. Exeter moving into the middle part of the lineup. If Knob can get a hold of one, we might be watching it for a while. Inside pitch. Brushes are off the plate a little bit. Ball two. You taking or you swinging, Darren? 2-0. and oh, I'm, It's 2-0 and oh at this point. You know, you could take one, but I'm still going to be aggressive. You got Carly Angstad on the mound. It's, it's not as if you're going to expect her to all of a sudden lose her control. There's a swing, and it's a drive deep right field in the gap. It's gone. Home run. There is the power that we have seen from Taylor Knob. She takes a pitch up high, drives it to right center field, clearing the fence, and that cuts this Mustang lead in half to 2-1. to one. Nice, nice. That's the second one we've seen Taylor hit. Yes, it is. She's getting after it, dude. I'd like to think we're her good luck charm. That's what it is, clearly. you got to cover more of these games for them. She caught up to a fastball and nailed it. It's one of those where, as you're watching it with the angle that we have, couldn't tell if it was going to hit the top of the fence or not. But it cleared it. And that brings up Cheyenne Boyles. First pitch to her, swinging strike. Nothing and one. She's back in the box. Angstad has the ball, takes a look in. Here's the pitch. A soft pop to the shortstop, who squeezes it, and Cheyenne Boyles is the third out of the inning. But Exeter gets one back on the Taylor Knob home run to right center after three and a half. It's Governor Mifflin two, Exeter one. We'll be right back. This is the Exeter Sports Network.
Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. And now, back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. The 7-8-9 hitters come up for Governor Mifflin, leading off with the catcher, C.C. Diaz. Here's Boyle's first pitch. It paints the outside corner, but the umpire didn't call it a strike, so it's 1-0. <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? Looks good, but hey, you can't win them all. Here's Boyle's second pitch. That crosses the plate, calls it a strike. We're looking at 1-1. One Umpire actually does a really good job. I've known him for a number of years. He's a fantastic umpire. Here's a pop-up to the catcher, Knob. She's got room, but she can't make the play in foul territory. So that'll make it one and two to the catcher, Diaz. Taylor Knob tapping herself, knowing she probably should have had that one. Didn't have a whole lot of time. That ball wasn't in the air very long. Just overran it a bit. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. She struck her out. Now batting for Gardner Mifflin, number 11, Taylor Friesman. Four strikeouts on the day for Boyles. That'll bring up the second baseman, Taylor Brazenek. First pitch is a strike. Cheyenne's pitch ratio, as far as strike to total pitches, very good today. Here's the pitch just off the outside corner. Makes it one and one. The next pitch, Boyles, it's a shot back up the middle. It's going to be a single. Taylor Menser gets the ball back in. Now batting for Governor number 10, Rachel Lehman. But a single to center. And Brazenek is a base runner with one out here in the bottom of the fourth. First pitch to Rachel Lehman, the left fielder, is a called strike. We'll see if they look to run. Boyles with the pitch. She tries to bunt. Misses. So it is a strike. It is now nothing in two. To the batter, Lehman. Brazenek 
holding on first. Here's the pitch, just off the outside corner. Darren, I'm seeing a timing thing down here at first base. Check the runner out. She swings her arm in motion with the pitcher so that she knows when to leave the bag. Am I giving that a a proper You are reading? much much like they do in swimming when they're in a relay and they ultimately will maybe go down and touch their toe prior to the takeoff. That is just a timing mechanism, like you said. Two and two. Here's a ground ball to the shortstop. The out at second fires it over to first. Not in time. But they get the force on Brazenek at second. Rachel Lehman will be at first on the sacrifice. Two outs in the inning. And the top of the order, Kayla Williams comes up to bat. The first pitch, it's a pop short to the shortstop, Spiker. She squeezes it, and that is the third out here in the fourth. We've played four full. It's the Mustangs two, the Eagles one. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Jerry, we talk about these two teams being evenly matched. Coming into today's game, Exeter had scored 56 runs, giving up 20. Governor Mifflin scoring 53, giving up 18. And the first pitch to Almeida hits her. It's dead down the middle, isn't it? I mean, between these two teams. That's right. These two teams, again, being that close. So the first pitch to Almeida was inside. It hits her. She's walking it off at first. They're looking at her hand or her wrist. Oh, they called it a foul ball. Thank you. Inside. Caught a lot of her hand, also apparently caught the barrel or the handle of the bat. So strike one to Almeida. And this is why you do a scorebook in pencil. (laughs) Lessons learned. That's right. Coach Kasner is really uh, paying attention to that hand there. 
We'll see if she can grip the bat. Obviously, it's a little cooler. It's not obviously frigid as it has been a good part of this season, but sometimes you get smacked in the hand like that. It's tough to grip. Yeah, she's good. She is good. Tough guy back in a box. Almeida back in the box. Nothing in one the count. Here's the pitch. A swing and a miss, strike two. Now we have an equipment situation on the other side quickly addressed. Almeida back in the box. Nothing in two. The top of the fifth. It's 2-1 Mustangs. Here is a called third Mm. strike, and that'll set down Almeida. So that is strikeout number six, Darren. Am I correct? That is strikeout number six. The third baseman, Sasha Bolonsky, steps in the box. Here's the first pitch from Angstad. Outside, up high, ball one. Diaz can't control that one. That had some extra juice on it. That's right, it did. The seven, eight, nine hitters now are going to be coming up for Exeter. It would be nice if one or two of them could get on base. Have some runners on base uh, looking forward to the top of the lineup. Yeah, we're in the the uh, top of the fifth, and we're less than an hour into the game. This has been moving right along. They are rolling. The count one and one to Bolonsky. Here's the pitch. It's inside, a swinging strike. One and two. If anybody's had an opportunity to actually hit against a softball pitcher, you realize that they bring it. They can absolutely bring it. Here's the pitch. It's outside, two and two. A few years back, Jenny Finch, if you remember her with the women's softball Olympic team. I remember the name, yes. And she pitched to much like the all-star baseball players of a few years back. Struck them all out, all six of them. Is that right? Here's the pitch. She offers at it. Well, Darren, it's a different it's motion. A it's, a, it's a completely different motion. I could see where you would get confused just stepping in the batter's box, even if you were a major league professional hitter. Well, one of the big things with hitting is as far as visualizing it, changing your, changing the location of your release. And as far as that's concerned, that would be difficult as far as softball. Mm-hmm. So there's ball four to Bolonsky. She's on first. One out here in the top of the fifth. Now, maybe if you let her throw you 10, 20 pitches and you, and you can get her cadence down and you can get her rhythm down. I mean, but, I mean, I don't know, man. I can completely understand why that would happen. I think it would be the John Cruck versus Randy Johnson. If you remember <laughs> that all-star game from a number of years ago where – He fired one at his chin or something, and then he basically just waved at the next two and thought, thank you, I'll go sit down. (laughs) I value I value my jaw a little too much. We're not gonna we're not gonna play around with this. I don't have to worry about that thirty five thousand dollar winner's check for the all star game. it's it's yours. Yeah, the teeth would be more expensive. That's right. Mackenzie O'Brien fouls off. The first pitch, it's nothing in one. 
Jerry, the rain holding off, like it was just ever so slightly drizzling. Uh, mm. It might have picked up a little bit more, but looking at about a 60-degree overcast day here in Shillington. Here's a pitch. A oh. nice play by the first baseman, Abby Urbina. Doubled her and off. And they double her off first base. I had the post in the way. So real quickly, tried for a sacrifice bun. Abby Urbina dives across, makes the grab from her first base position. They fire it back to first, and they're able to double off Sasha Bolonski. So that's four and a half here in Shillington. It's 2-1 Mustangs. We'll be back. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills set. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Serenity Snyder puts a charge into one. Going back center fielder, it's gone. <laughs> Serenity Snyder takes the first pitch from Cheyenne Boyles and hits a home run to straightaway center field. I want to have eyes on it, Darren. And we're just told that is a sophomore hitting the home run there. So it is now a 3-1 Mustangs lead on the home run by Snyder. Carly Angstad steps in now. Boyle's first pitch on the outside corner. It's a strike, nothing in one. Yeah, and the third home run we've seen in this game. Correct? This would have been the second home run. Taylor hit one earlier. There wasn't another by Mifflin? No, there wasn't. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have the power to give those things. <laughs> and you see, I, <laughs> I'm an impressive person, but I don't have that power. All right, so the pitch, it's one and one. Here's a ground ball to the second baseman. Play over to first for the out. <laughs> Take a look here. That was Kiara Almeida. So one out in the inning for the Mustangs. Sophia Schmeld comes to the bat. First pitch, a ball. 
She puts a charge into one on the right side, but the right fielder, Elena Zatorski, runs to the line, makes the grab in play for the second out of the inning. Very nice play by Zatorski. Running, catching it in a, uh, what are you going to call that catch? A crouch. A crouch. A mini crouch. Okay. I don't know. It's either a crouch or it isn't. I guess there is no such thing as a mini crouch, is there? Next up, Michaela Eisenhower. The first pitch is a strike. It's nothing in one. Two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. A 3-1 Governor Mifflin lead. Second pitch is going to be outside for a ball. One and one. Eisenhower fouls it off to the right-hand side. It'll be one and two. So, Darren, you're correct in saying that the rain appears to be holding off. But uh, you know what? Doesn't matter to me. You know why? Why is that? We're inside. <laughs> That's true. That helps. There's a pitch outside. It's two and two. Mike and I were outside, and at one point for about five minutes, it was hailing, snowing, and raining. You guys have absolutely put up with everything. Here's a ground ball to short. Spiker has it over to first for the out, and that'll do it for the Mustangs here in the fifth inning. One run on one hit. No errors, no left on base. We have played five full. It's Governor Mifflin 3, Exeter 1. We'll be back. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shop get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also, your local U-Haul rental provider. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We go to the top of the sixth here at Chillington. First pitch to Taylor Hill outside. It's a ball. Carly Angstad takes a look in, fires it. It's outside again, two and nothing. So Governor Mifflin, on the strength of two RBIs from Sophia Schmale in the third, gave him an early two nothing lead. Exeter came back with the home run from Taylor Knob, making it two one. 
And Governor Mifflin there in the bottom of the fifth. Serenity Snyder, a shot to center, giving him the current 3-1 lead. Third pitch a ball as well, 3 and nothing. Here's the pitch. It's a called strike. So 3-1 and one on the batter hill. Carly Angstad takes a look in. She fires, fouled off the left-hand side. Counts full. Seen a lot of power in these games that we've covered, these softball games that we've covered. That's softball. the one, two, three, four. That's at least the fifth home run we've seen. Mm-hmm. Here's the pitch. It's fouled off behind us. And as luck would have it, Jerry, we have another softball to play with. <laughs> Mike was absolutely flabbergasted. What are they waiting for? <laughs> Here's another foul straight back. So the count will be full. Carly Angstad, six strikeouts on the day. As you mentioned, she works fast. We're looking at probably about an hour of game time, and we are in the top of the sixth inning. Give Cheyenne Boyles credit as well. Yeah. They're both getting it done. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. She struck her out. Strikeout number seven on the day for Carly Angstadt. One down here in the top of the sixth, and that'll bring up the top of the order, the shortstop Haley Spiker. Spiker moving some dirt around. She's in the box. Here comes Angstadt. Here's the first pitch. It's up high, but it's a swinging strike. Nothing in one. Haley has great support from home uh, every game when we're at home. her Both sets of grandparents and her parents sit right next to our broadcast position. So they're the voices you always hear. She's in. Here comes the pitch. Inside. It'll even the count at one. Coming up for Exeter will be Haley Spiker, Taylor Menser, and Elena Zatorski. Here's a foul off the left-hand side. It'll go out of play. One and two to the batter, Spiker. Out of these pitches, looks like they're slowing down there. Took a look at some of the pitch counts. Pitch counts usually 90, 100. I saw for Exeter, Morgan Herb actually had a game about 135. <laughs> so that pitch inside. It's got to be rough on the elbow. I'll guess. I've never done it. Two and two, the count. To Spiker. Here's the pitch. It's up high, ball three. She runs the count full. And this, of course, will be huge if she can get on for Exeter. One down here in the top of the six. It's a 3-1 Mustangs lead. Here's the pitch. It's outside, ball four, and Spiker's on. Now, in this situation, Jerry, you want to be careful as far as taking off. You're down 3-1. You've got the top of the lineup. Taylor Menser, the center fielder, steps in the box. I don't know. At what point do you start gambling, Darren? Here's the pitch. 
She's off with the pitch. The throw down to second goes into center field, but she's got second. So obviously they're very comfortable with Spiker's speed in that situation. Testing the new catcher's arm. So she's in there with the stolen base. And the count nothing in one to Menser. I don't know, man. It's me. I'm taking third. Here's the pitch. It's a foul off to the right-hand side. It'll go out of play. And she'll be in the hole, nothing in two. We're in the six. You got one more opportunity after this. I think you got to start gambling. Well, Spiker in scoring position now. So a single to the outfield. There's a good chance she's in. It's nothing in two to Menser. Here's the pitch. It's another foul off to the right-hand side. Count will stay nothing in two. And Menser is swinging, too. She knows she wants to put this ball in play. Angstad has the rubber. Here's the pitch. Oh, it's a swing and a miss, but it's a, an off-speed. Safe at first. Spiker will come home. And Menser will take second. So we will let you know what happened there. It was a an off-speed pitch. Swinging strike three, but the catcher couldn't hold it. It dribbled past her. Menser runs to first, ultimately Spiker to third, and then on the throw trying to get Menser at first, it got away. Menser takes second, and Spiker comes home and scores. So it's 3-2, top six, one out. The batter Elena Zatorski with a nothing and one count. So one error on that play. Correct. Here's the pitch. It's up high. That'll leave in the count at one and one. Here's the pitch, and it's a shot up the middle. It's going to drop in front of the center fielder. Menser hits third. She's coming home. She's got the tying run. And there's a single for Elena Zatorski, an RBI. And that ties us at three in the top of the sixth. And just like that, a tie game, Darren. How about that? And we have the home run hitter up. A key RBI from Elena Zatorski. Two runs in on the inning. Carly Angstadt now winds up. Fires to Taylor Knob. It was high, but Knob chased it. It's nothing in one. Zatorski on first. Still only one out in the inning. Knob finally back in the box. Here's the pitch. Called strike. Nothing in two to the catcher, Knob. One for two on the day with a home run. She's back in the box. Angstadt looks in. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss up high. Zatorski steals second, so a hit and run was on, but Zatorski gets to second. So Taylor Knob strikes out for the second out of the inning. Zatorski on second. And the batter, the left-handed hitting, Cheyenne Boyles. And it's up high, ball one. Boyles back in. 
Angstadt takes a few steps around the mound, comes back to the rubber. Here's the pitch. It's a swing and a miss. Strike one, evens the count at one and one. These are my notes. Those are interesting it's not notes. For you. <laughs> if you could even read them. One and one to Boyle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here comes Angstad's pitch. It's outside. Ball two. Here's an attempted steal by Zatorski getting to third base, and she's in there. It was one, two, three steals this inning. That's right. What did I say, Darren? Time to gamble? Well, they are now in scoring position, of course. Kasner must have heard me. A little hit here from Boyles. Here's the pitch. It's fouled straight back. Takes the count to two and two. Zatorski on third, waiting to score the go-ahead run for Exeter if Boyles can get on base. With a base hit, that is. Here's the pitch. It's inside. Takes the count full, three and two. Carly's got the ball. Spins it in the hand. Here's the pitch. It's outside. Ball four, and Boyles is on. Are you coming out to have a chat with your pitcher, your Mifflin's coach? I think at this point you're probably still letting her fire. She knows what the situation is. There's two outs. And I'm going to bet their coach pretty much knows how Carly handles situations where if he had to go out and calm her down, but she seems to be pretty, uh, pretty much in control of herself. So here's Kiara Almeida. Here's the pitch. It's They try for a suicide squeeze, but it goes foul to the right side. And that's the being aggressive that we talk about. The Exeter's coach might be acquiring a nickname here. Gambler John Kasner. This is Catlin Stanley. She swings at the second offering. Swings through it. So it's nothing in two. The pinch runner, Alexis Turner, took second. So it's second and third. Nothing in two on the batter. Here's the pitch. It bounces before the plate. Nice block by C.C. Diaz. Yeah. That one could have gone terribly wrong for them. Stanley takes high. It's a ball. We're at two and two. Do we have this pitcher rattled? Well, we'll see. Two and two. Here's Angstead. She's on the mound. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck her out, and that does it for Exeter here in the top of the sixth. Two runs across, tying the game at three. We'll be back with the bottom of the sixth. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. 
As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. We are back here at Chillington for the start of the bottom of the sixth inning. Stepping in, the designated hitter, Lily Campitelli. Six, seven, eight hitters coming up for the Mustangs. First pitch of ball. Boyles has the rubber. Here's the pitch. Called strike. That'll even the count. No, I'm sorry. It's one and two. I missed a pitch. Not the first, and it won't be the last. <laughs> Campitelli has odd-colored socks. She's a black and a white or cream-colored. Here's the pitch. It's a pop-up. Third baseman Sasha Bolonsky squeezes it. That's the first out of the inning here in the bottom of the sixth. Here comes Diaz, who made that great uh, stop, save a run. She did. Last inning. Last inning, Exeter scored two runs on no hits. Oh, you're right. So the first pitch is a ball. That's right, because Haley Spiker started it off with the walk, stole second. Ultimately scored on the past third strike to Menser. Two and zero the count. Here's Boyles on the mound. The pitch, it's in there for a strike. Jazz taking all the way thus far. Boyles toes the rubber, and here's the pitch. It's in there. Strike two. Boyles doing a nice job. Really doing a nice job battling today. She's got the. She's got her. Uh, some movement on the pitch, and there is evidence of the movement as she strikes out Diaz for the second out of the inning. Mm-hmm. Just taking a look at the number of strikeouts that she has on the day. We'll get to that in a second. Here's Boyle's first pitch. And it's a bunt in front of home plate, ultimately beaten out by Taylor Brezenak. Very nice bunt and total hustle down to first. So a bunt by Taylor Brezenak puts her on first. Two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. That brings up the left fielder, Rachel Lehman. First offering to her up high for ball. It's 1-0. I'm looking to send her to second. What do you think? Two outs in the inning? I'll doubt they do. Here's the pitch. Popped up. 
The right fielder's under it. She squeezes it, Elena Zatorski, and that will end the sixth for the Mustangs. We have played six full. 3-3 between the Mustangs and the Eagles. We'll be back. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We go to the seventh inning here in Shillington. A 3-3 tie. Sasha Bolonsky steps into the batter's box for Exeter. Carly Angstadt still firing from the mound. Here's the first pitch. Here's a line drive just off the glove of the shortstop. And Bolonsky will be on with a single. First batter on. Good sign, Darren. That's right. A good effort by the shortstop. Kayla Williams just couldn't come down with it, just off the top of her glove. Allows Bolonsky to be the leadoff batter on first for Exeter. Stepping in next, here's a sacrifice bunt from Mackenzie O'Brien, she's out at first, but that moves Bolonsky up to second, so one out on the sacrifice. But Bolonsky in scoring position. Now and this Mifflin team is solid defensively. They are. Taylor Hill stepping into the batter's box, the number nine hitter. She'll have Haley Spiker follow her. Here's the pitch. It's fouled up, and Diaz makes the grab behind the plate on the left-hand side. The foul ball didn't go in the air that far, but she was able to get a beat on it and pull it down for the second out of the inning. Second one of those by Diaz in this game. So two outs now in the top of the seventh. Haley Spiker, the batter. Bolanski awaits at second. Here's Angstad with the first pitch. High and tight. Ball one. That might be one of those sending a message pitches. Perhaps. I mean, Spiker got it started last inning. She did. Angstad on the mound. Here comes the pitch. It's on the outside. Swing and a miss. It'll even the count at one. Angstad still bringing the heat. Remember when I told you earlier you can't teach speed? Yes. You can't teach speed. 
Just to reiterate. Just to reiterate. Carly on the mound. Here's the pitch. Oh. She slaps it to left field. It's inside. It's a fair ball down the left field line. She's going for Here three. Here comes the score. Spiker on third wow. with a triple. Bolonski scores, and Exeter is up 4-3. What a hit by Spiker. I mean, the absolutely perfect spot to maximize damage without it leaving the yard. A triple inside the left field line over the head of the left fielder. She gets to third. Landed maybe a foot in inside the field. Foul line. And here's a pass ball, and Spiker's going to score. <laughs> a huge second run in the inning. It's a 5-3 Exeter lead. That is the second time she came home on a uh, an errant throw. So two outs here in the top of the seventh. Taylor Menser in the box. It's one and nothing on her. Here's the pitch. It's a called strike. Evens the count at one and one. Both of those runs came with two outs, did they not, Darren? They did. Bolonski had the, I was a little surprised, but Bolonski got the stolen base with two outs. Left her there, waiting for Spiker to hit the triple down the left field line. And then, of course, Spiker scores on the pass ball. That's great run production. That's how you put pressure on the defense. So two and one on the batter, Menser. Here's the pitch. It's fouled off to the right-hand side. It'll be out of play. Evens the count at two. Waiting for the second baseman to get back in place. She's there, and here's the pitch. It's off speed and low. Takes the count on Menser full. Two across for Exeter in the inning. And it's a 5-3 Eagles lead. Here's the pitch. It's a base hit up the middle. Menser on first with a single. And no doubt about it, single up the middle. Elena Zikorski. With a T. Yeah, you know, it's one of those where, depending on where I'm looking at it, and the way I wrote it. So, yes, it's Zatorski. <laughs> Taking the heat on that one. We will, we will try to give her the props she deserves. So she takes high outside. It's ball one. Angstad on the mound. Here's the pitch. It's low. Ball two. Yeah, now is not a time that I'm stealing if I'm Exeter. I'm waiting on the base. Well, unless you're pretty confident Zatorski to put the ball in play, but you could essentially go for the extra base here. Now, it depends as far as whether or not you've got speed on first. Count two and one. 
Angstad looks in. Here's the pitch. Up high, Zatorski chases it. It'll even the count at two. Here's the pitch. Outside, Zatorski chases it, but it's strike three. That'll do it for the Eagles here in the top of the seventh, but not before plating two and taking a 5-3 lead. We'll be back with the bottom of the seventh after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shop get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. The Mustangs lead off at the bottom of the seventh with their leadoff hitter, number one, Kayla Williams. First pitch is a ball. Boyles on the mound. She fires. It's up high. Williams fakes a bunt and takes it. It's two and nothing. What a nice half of the inning for Exeter. Scoring two on a perfectly placed uh, triple by Spiker. Coming up big late in this game. Here's a pop-up to the pitcher, Boyles. She squeezes it. That's one out here in the top of the seventh. That's a huge testament to the fortitude of your team. Scoring two in the sixth, two in the seventh to not only tie the game, but to take the lead. A great point you just made, Darren. Here's the pitch. Serenity Snyder has a home run on the day. She takes this one inside. It's ball one. Is that a wee bit of a brushback as well? That was off speed. Here's Boyle's pitch. She paints the outside corner. It's a strike. One and one. One and one to the right fielder, Snyder. Boyles on the mound. Takes a look in. Here's the pitch. It's in play to the third baseman. Bolonsky fires it over to first for the out. That is an arm there at third. That is the second out here in the bottom of the seventh. The putout goes 5-3. And Exeter is one out away. from claiming this one in Shillington. 
Boyles on the mound, takes a look in. Here's the pitch. Paints the outside corner. It's a strike. Wow, man. Carly Angstadt at the plate. Nothing and one. Here's Boyle's next offering. It's fouled off to the right side. Out of play. Nothing and two. Mifflin down to the last strike here, Darren. Down to the last strike. This is where, as the batter, you don't want to get too anxious because you know it's the last strike. And if it's off speed, you don't want to come over top of it or way out ahead of it. So we'll see what happens. Boyle's pitch. It's a foul off to the right-hand side. Out of play. Thanks, that's battling. Count stays at nothing and two. And again, they have enough balls. Continue playing the game. Always a plus. Yeah, it's amazing. One of the other reasons it's helped, we're at about an hour and a half for this game, so having the softball certainly helps that. (laughs) Angstadt's in the batter's box. Here's the pitch. It's a slow grounder back to Boyle. She has it, throws the first, and that's the game. What a victory. Exeter with a gritty 5-3 come from behind victory here in Shillington. We will be back with some post-game comments after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A 
public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Shillington. Exeter, Jerry, I think I can say a thrilling 5-3 victory today. Certainly didn't seem that way early. Carly Angstadt mowed down Exeter in the second. Three strikeouts. She finished with eight on the day. But Exeter managing to come up with the key hits, the key base running situations. Tack on to that Taylor Knob hitting the home run to right center. And Haley Spiker being that leadoff player that you need. The, the key for leadoff is you've got to get on base. And she got on base in the sixth and the seventh innings, scored two runs. That set the table for Exeter's victory. Darren, thrilling, I think, is the right word. And you're right, Haley Spiker. If we're given a start of the game, I'm going with her. She started off the two innings when they tied and then took the lead. She did. In fact, we'll we'll give nods to Taylor Menser as well. There in the sixth inning, ultimately the passed ball on the third strike. She had the awareness to get to first base, to beat it out, and then ultimately comes around to score, uh, which proved to be the tying run at mm-hmm. the time. Yep. So at that point, heads up base running, great situational awareness as to what she needed to do in that situation. And then, of course, they come back in the second, excuse me, in the in the seventh inning with two more runs, not only crediting Haley Spiker, but also Sasha Balonsky. She got a single, came around to score, and ultimately proved to be that winning margin, 5-3. For the Mustangs, we talked about Carly Angstad having the eight Ks. Serenity Snyder was two for four on the day with a home run. And as I take a look everywhere else, I'll tell you what, Cheyenne Boyles, I'm going to go to her. Cheyenne Boyles did one heck of a job. This was a potent, it is a potent, Governor Mifflin offense. And she was working the corners beautifully. She had movement on her pitches. How many called strikes as far as that was concerned? Just looking... uh, you know, two, three, potentially, as far as called third strikes. A lot of credit to Cheyenne Boyles keeping Exeter in this game. When when they went down 2 nothing, it could have been easy just to kind of fold a little bit. She had grit. She had determination. She kept firing away. Governor Mifflin never really, a couple hits here and there, but they never really got the bat on the ball hard. A lot of soft infield outs. And that allowed Exeter to stay in this game and ultimately win it. Darren, both pitchers were very good, I think. Those those five runs were, were not indicative of a poor pitching performance at all by the Mifflin pitcher. Uh, give me her name again. Carly Angstadt. Carly Angstadt. And, but uh, it, it takes nothing away from Mifflin. Absolutely not. They just got beat, and that happens sometimes. There were a couple errors. We talk about putting pressure on the defense. You put pressure on the defense, that forces the errors. That allows you to get those one, those two runs that typically you might not have gotten. Haley Spiker hits the triple. She scores because of a pass ball. So it's it's those things where you have to have things so tight on the field defensively that even the littlest mistake 
can end up costing you, and it did today for Governor Mifflin. This is one of the games like this are one of the reasons why we're doing this. This is that was so much fun to watch because I can't lie to you when it was three to one. I was like, oh, man, if you, if you take note, I, I, I made the uh, I made the remark. Well, we're coming up on an hour because I thought we were almost going to be done. I thought it was just going to boom, boom, boom. Exeter didn't let it happen. That's right. They scored the two and the six, two and the seven, pushed our time back a little bit, which trust me. It was more, as you mentioned, it was more than worth it to watch the girls today as they beat one of the best teams in Burks 1 in Governor Mifflin. So with that win, Exeter moves to 5-1 in Burks 1 league play. A 5-3 Exeter victory over Governor Mifflin. And Jerry, I think that wraps it up for us here. For producer Jerry Gelliff, I'm Darren Ziner. Join us tomorrow on the Exeter Sports Network. We are going to have baseball for you. Yeah, man. We're going to be at Owl's Field for the late game. It's uh, 7.15. We'll be on air at 7.05. It's going to be you and Mike, and I'm going to be there being quiet so that the two of you can call the game. Imagine Jerry being quiet. Okay, Mike, that's a lie. Mike, you heard quiet. that. We're holding him to it, all I'm right? I'm not going to be quiet at all. I might be louder. <laughs> for Jerry... <laughs> I'm Darren. We appreciate you joining us for this presentation of the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Exeter Softball on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by the new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter, and Prime Auto Service, 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gallup Media. Good night. Good night.